Ebb and flow inspires persistence and determination during the rhythmical patterns of decline and regrowth in life. Each episode, I bring on an inspiring and influential voices who are here to help us stand strong and walk through the ebb moments of life and propel us to the peak of our health, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, so we can live our life in the flow, individually and collectively. This includes strategies, habits, routines, focus tricks, questions, and much more that we can use to live our life in the best way in order to maximize our service to others. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you're as excited for the Ebb and Flow podcast as I am, but to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe now on any stream, check out YouTube, or visit SolomonEzra.com to learn more. Today's guest is a bold, genuine, sincere mother turned blogger slash writer and holistic health coach, and she's here to inspire you and me to live a life a little less processed. Her name is Jess Brasington, and she's the host of Naked Talk with Unprocessed Jess, where she has candid conversations about whole health. She's here to start the difficult conversations many are suffering from but aren't talking about. Sex after marriage, constipation, PTSD, and the root causes of symptoms, and sleep, hormones, and many more. Join us today when I had the awesome opportunity to talk with her in her studio and have it filmed as we plant some seeds and have our own candid conversations about her life, my life, and your life. Now is your life, Jess shares. Think about what you want to do and what success looks like to you. How do you want to spend your day? I hope you contemplate and think about these things during and after listening to this episode, and most importantly, enjoy. Thanks for listening. Imagine this. You are on the Ebb and Flow podcast, and this is the first time I get to be in a podcast studio <laughs> with a filming opportunity. And my guest today is none other than Jess from Unprocessed Jess and Naked Talks. How are you today, Jess? I'm doing great. How are you, Solomon? I'm excellent. I'm, it's, you know, I keep walking into these awesome opportunities hey. like today and coming into a, another incredible kind of studio. And like I, um, our initial interaction and meeting at the Pod Houston event, I just immediately loved you yourself and wanted to get to know more. And I'm very appreciative to be able to come in, you know, a couple weeks later and get to talk a little bit more about yourself. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about that as well um, this morning, how when we met, we were talking about everything we just mm-hmm. said. We You put certain things out there and you take those steps and then things start opportunities start mm-hmm. happening and we have to really just be ready to take those opportunities and allow really just something I'm working on too is like hey this is good it's happening like allow mm-hmm. that to happen and take those next steps so yeah. I'm really excited to be here with you as well right and if anyone wants to check out your podcast it's called Naked, Naked Talk Talks. with Unprocessed Jess with Unprocessed Jess and the first episode you really kind of open up and tell a little bit of a story about yourself. But as coming on to my uh, show, do you mind giving a little rundown about yourself, how you got into health coaching and podcasting and everything that you're doing now, including, you know, very open about your family as well. Okay, sure. So um, I started as a 
blogger nine years ago, um, really as a way just to connect with, I had three three girls, five and under, and um, I was really just lost myself in motherhood, and I needed that connection and felt really isolated for some things I was going through. So that's how I initially started. And then as seasons of my life change, and then podcasting, um, I learned about podcasting, I found that I wanted to share a more intimate way um, with with people about holistic health and my experiences. And I also wanted to receive the feedback and see the impact I was making. So mm-hmm. um, I've had my podcast for going on a year now as of next month. Um, but going back to some of my story that I share in there, and I go into more detail in episode one of my podcast, but um, really those you know, just I think of that rock bottom moment in my life when um, I was in a very toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I left that relationship. I had a 10 month old daughter. I didn't know it at the time, but I was pregnant. I'm two months pregnant with my second daughter. And um, I just became homeless. I had nowhere to go. Um, I chose to move in um, with my mom. And that was another unhealthy relationship. Um, But she gave me a safe place to stay. Um, So and during that rock bottom moment, I just just said, you know, I really, I'm lost. Um, I reached out to God and I just started showing gratitude for, I have a safe place to live. I'm alive. And I think a lot of times until we're in those moments, yeah. it makes other things seem so bad. And we take those other things for granted, right? Because even in then I was safe, you know, I had food. I had so much more than other people have. Um, And that just kind of brought me on a path to really looking into gratitude and um, health in a different perspective. And I did end up marrying, and I shared this in my episode as well, but um, a man that I'd already known, and he's wonderful. And um, along that, after being married to him, I just started saying, okay, now I'm safe. Now I have this great relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Now I have these beautiful children. I'm financially secure, but now why am I still, you know, am I just ungrateful? What's going on here? <laughs> um, and then I started just looking into more things and, and holistic health came about. And that is really saying that all areas of your life are interconnected and they affect the other. So I like to say whole health is more than chomping on greens and looking hot naked, yeah. although those are bonuses, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's not just what you look like and being fit. It's all those areas of your life. And until we address those, um, in the holistic world, we refer to them as primary foods. So a lot of people think nutrition, the food you eat, is important, mm-hmm. and it is. But it's actually secondary to those primary foods. And those are your physical movement, your spirituality, um, your um, relationships, your career or work-life balance. So then that's just what started me on the journey to that. Um, I discovered Institute for Integrative Nutrition, or IIN which I know you're familiar with, just to really learn more for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I started just helping others. So that's what's kind of, you know, in a nutshell has brought me to this and sharing those experiences, which are difficult to share. But the impact that I see that I'm having and the feedback from the people, especially the women that I'm hearing from, lets me know that I'm in the right place. And I need to continue to push myself out of my comfort zone to make that impact. So. Thank you very much for sharing. Before we dive into kind of the different primary foods, I want to hear more about the kind of intention, I guess I would say, like your your story and a lot of other 
kind of other people going into health, uh, holistic health, kind of like myself and the certification that I did, you know, in- Institute of Transformational Nutrition, mm-hmm. it's, you know, they're very common and very similar. Um, it takes a lot of uh, experiences or kind of rock bottom moments for someone like uh, the founder of the ITN, Cynthia Garcia, to to go down that path and really, you know, go after courage and start something like that. And like yourself to, you know, you kind of broke through everything to kind of start, then start looking for things to be grateful for. And it happens to like a lot of us. But what kind of intention really drove that in that moment that got you back on track to to start building up things, learning some more things, surrounding yourself with more primary fruit foods, if I can say that correctly, mm-hmm. and just really spark that kind of fire of gratitude. I, I guess I could say, you know, gratitude is a little bit of a fire that lights you up and gets you going. Um, you know, was there some kind of maybe voice or some kind of sign that kind of lifted you up from that rock bottom moment? So um, going back to that rock bottom moment of when um, when I had left that relationship, um, I was living back at uh, my mom's house, and I, I always think of this um, this image in my mind. Here I was back in the room that I grew up in, yeah. right, my childhood room. Um, I was one of the first to graduate from college in my family. I was um, Miss uh, you know Beauty Queen for Miss Corpus Christi. You know, I had a college degree, so I, I had these things. And then to go from that to, I left with $50, you know, and by then I'd spent the $50, you know, it was, it was humbling. It was embarrassing. Um, and I just can picture myself really like just in the fetal position, just bawling in this room that I grew up in and at this rock bottom moment. Um, and that's when I, you know, I felt God's presence. I felt God saying like, I'm here with you it's going to be okay. And it's so hard unless you're in that situation, in those Mm -hmm. moments, we can talk about a God, we can say what, you know, things Mm -hmm. that we believe, but it's in those moments that he really does reach out to us and speaks to us. And, um, I've said before too, on my podcast, um, I don't consider myself quote unquote religious anymore. I feel like it's that relationship. It's not about just rules and and um, different things. It's really getting to know God and um, on and what that what that is in your life, right? So that is really what what sparked me, and I just it kind of woke me up and said, basically, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. You know, um, one, I believe like a lot of some things are not in our control, but there's a lot of things that are. So it really forced me to say, in my mind, you know. I'm here because of certain choices I've made um, and I can choose to make the best of it and be grateful and pick myself up and do the best for myself and my daughter. Um, At the time, I didn't know I had another daughter on the way, but, um, and I did, I just started showing gratitude. Um, And then um, going to church, um, there was a single moms group there. And so I started going to that that group and that helped me a lot as well um so that's the initial thing that really stopped me because i had nowhere else to go but up right i was at my rock bottom but then 
fast forwarding, like I was telling you with now I'm married and I have, you know, money. I have these things that, you know, you think like on the outside, like, oh, well, you you can pay your bills. You have all these things. I still felt this part that was kind of missing. Mm-hmm. And and I think as we do now, it wasn't so prevalent back then, but you just start searching. And um, I just would look, I think I was just searching for something, maybe symptoms that I was feeling at the time. Um, I did, looking back, I had postpartum with my third daughter, um, which is surprising because once again, like, how can you have postpartum? Like you have this great husband and how home mm-hmm. and everything. But looking back, I did. And I think I was just searching for answers and connection. Um, And that's what led me to, um, I actually, that's when I discovered GMOs, which are genetically modified organisms, and started looking at the effects of food and chemicals on your body. Mm -hmm. And that just sparked something in me like, oh, maybe this has something to do with my mood. You know, there is that food mood connection. And then I just started thinking, okay, well, if I can learn more about this and how to, um, you know, take toxins and chemicals out of my, you know, lessen them, maybe the way I'm feeling, you know, this way won't be as as bad. And then I just started learning how the gut brain is connected and it all goes together. So that was really what kind of sparked that part once I had already gotten out of the rock bottom, but then I wanted to thrive, right? So who wants to just get by because we're not meant to do that we're meant to thrive in this life and live that life abundantly so that's what led me on my journey and then i found iin and it's just grown from there and i then you want to tell other people about it Absolutely. right because you see the change it's made in your life and you get to learn more and you're learning more and you learn from other people yeah. as well so that's that's awesome yeah. so what what so you came across iin you started learning iin and I'm sure it covers, you know, um, the nutritional side of food, but also the psychological and even towards spiritual side as well. I'm, I'm, I'm asking also because it, yes. in ITN it covers those. Um, so you wanted now you want to share all the kind of information and your experiences. What kind of, what's the intention and passion behind wanting to do that to, to help people so others don't necessarily have to go to rock bottom to to kind of finally understand that it's like um other kind of also i think some spiritual teachers will even you know mention that for some people it'll take some like harder experiences us for us to kind of you know wake up whereas others maybe you know a breakup or something yes and i um i was talking about this with the actually my friend this morning i was walking with but we, what I want to do is, and we all do this in different ways, right? We're planting those seeds. And a lot of times, I don't know if you've ever been where you've like heard something and you're like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. Then you kind of forget. Yeah. And then you hear it somewhere else mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, I've heard of that before. But then you might hear it that third time and you're like, okay. I need to listen. And now you can listen and you can apply it. So th- I, I really believe that if we have information and we have a voice and message, we need to share it. Now, that person may not, that that one interaction with me may not change them right then, but it's going to plant that seed. And then when someone else comes into their life and they hear it again, that might be when they take action. So that's my, and I also have a mission to um, inspire women who've lost themselves in motherhood or their career. Um, because once again, that's how I felt I was. And I think a lot of us are, missing out on the fullest potential that we can live because we're just getting by and the thing is a lot of times we don't we don't know what we're missing 
until we experience true wellness. And I think that's what a lot of us are going through. We're not really clinically sick, you know, or have a disease, like at, we're not at dis-ease, but we're not experiencing true wellness. And um, I just want to plant those seeds and impact the lives of those that are that need to hear that message at the time. Awesome. So let's dive a little bit into kind of the primary foods and then the topics of your uh, podcast, because I think you're at how many episodes? 20? F- I just finished 28. 28. Today, yeah. So I was, when I was looking through and kind of listening through the different ones, I love how, you know, each one, I mean, a lot of them are also very uh, geared towards women and you know uh, and then other ones towards like sex and even mm-hmm. s- uh, poop and sleep yeah. <laughs> and and all the way to things like daily habits like your well, the latest one i think i listened to was about gratitude you know yes. and i also did like a, a little bit of an episode about that but you dove into you know first thing in the morning and it was like really cool because i also do this as i write down my dreams and then get to something to be grateful for can uh can you share some in, in addition with those maybe habits choices some more i would could you could consider that a primary food i guess it's you know it's feeding the soul a little bit yes. could you share some of your primary foods some about your topics as well and then different kind of daily rituals that you're you get into okay so um I really, going back to pushing out of your comfort zone, um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this podcast to make a bigger impact and to going from a blogger to podcaster, I thought it's just more intimate when you hear someone's voice, you can, it's easy to consume, you you choose how you want to consume, when you want to consume the content. So I thought I'm just going to start, you know, off the bat, like it's, it's a lot of subjects that are taboo or it's uncomfortable, but I'm just going to go big or go home. So I started with sex and sleep how to get more of it you know because i thought that's what a lot of people either they're lacking or they want more of Um, and it is such a big part of our health and i think there's so much shame around it that doesn't need to be there um why is that i think it's a a mix of things that we're not talking about it growing up and some people do and some cultures more than others address it um or the education of it is a lot of fear-based like don't get you know don't get pregnant or get diseases you know well, yes, that's true, but then we grow up and get married, and now we're just supposed to have this wonderful sex life, but we don't really know what we're doing, and then a lot of people, they'll maybe look to adult sites or porn or something, and that's their view of it, and that's not sex, that's entertainment, and it's, now you have all this other stuff to deal with, so I want to just, that's what I do, I talk about, you know, sex and sleep, Um, If you don't get sleep, it messes up with your hormones and your sex drive and you have low energy and um, it's it's all interconnected. Um, I like to talk about things that embarrass me and other people (laughs) because I feel like a lot of times if we're if someone brings it up, then we're like, okay, you're giving me permission. Like we can talk about that because think about it. A lot of times as kids, that's potty talk or you're not supposed to talk about it. So um, I just have you know an episode called constipation are you full of it and i talk about poop protocol and i'll say you know hey y'all i know y'all are probably on your device listening to me taking a poop but don't do that you know um so i just try to make it funny or fun because it is a hard subject um 
I did a series called, which was very popular, um, called Love Your Labia. And I just go through, like, these are your body parts. Women, like, we need to know them. I mean, there's women that are grown and have children, and they don't know the right body parts. Um, And just kind of talking about those things that are uncomfortable, but they are affecting us. And they're affecting our marriages. Um, And even if you're not married, just the way you're looking at yourself. Um, So those are just gut health we talk about. Um, I try to take topics basically that people are struggling with but not talking about, and I approach it from a holistic um, approach, if that helps. And just really candid conversations, just like you and I. We're just friends talking, Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's what I hope to get across and open that up so where people can start one note, oh, this is something that's okay. Um, to talk about and then they can open up to if they're in a relationship you know to their partner um, or just family and and friends about it so awesome um i had a thought come up that it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier but what would you say was like the initial um spark to going on this journey this whole journey would it be like the nutritional changes, because I mean, we can see now, you know, how you, when you started also eating better, you know, started feeling better, and then you also could listen more to that inner voice. But would it be like that, or like what? What do you think was is initial spark? Because maybe that initial step could help other people, like your listeners, my listeners. Yes, I would say it. I would say in that case, primary. Nutrition is secondary to your primary foods, but it's tricky, right? Because for me, once I, I learned about toxins and chemicals in yeah. my food and all my body products, you know, just everything from shampoo to lotion to deodorant to feminine hygiene things, once I started removing those things, it allowed those channels to open up and and it stopped a lot of the symptoms I was experiencing experiencing so i would say yes definitely learning about the toxins and chemicals in my food in my home and starting to remove those because before i removed those i couldn't even get to that you know the the other parts like oh i guess i don't have sex as much as i used to you know or i i now i'm no you take you take it a step further oh i need to have boundaries and you know i am a mom but i need to tell my children you know this is time if you need me I want to help you, but don't come to me, you know, last minute, like, and start, you know, setting those boundaries and then focusing on my husband more. So, yeah, I guess I would say the, I would say the chemicals and toxins, just learning about that, Mm -hmm. that, oh, I was just shocked that the government allowed stuff to be sold that wasn't healthy for me, you know, and that wheat bread and Lunchables were not healthy. That's kind of where I started from. Um, So I would definitely say the chemicals and toxins get starting to starting to have less of those in my life and living life less processed is what sparked those other reactions there. Mm-hmm. For, for me, it was kind of like the, once I started eating better and kind of being more mindful, like it was, I was more aware and conscious of those other things that could, that were toxic. Uh, but I, then I feel like once, once bringing, once I brought more awareness and health and to those different areas that it also didn't necessarily affect me as mu- as more. So this is kind of like bringing in the the spiritual and I'll get to like a question part it's also formulating. But uh you know it's like when it was first starting out, you know, eating kind of poorly 
it really had an effect on you know how you would feel and how you'd think or for myself and but then once I also once I started eating better taking care of myself more bringing consciousness to various aspects of my life then I felt like you know I can go back and kind of uh, indulge every now and then and it didn't affect me as much because then I also finally kind of understood my well how my my brain is working how my thoughts that I can control the thoughts and different kind of things would what, what's your kind of like thought on that because on a spiritual uh, side we don't necessarily want to you know label a, a food allergy or something like that but there is also that kind of physical part I would, I would definitely agree with that because I'm not 100%, and I yeah. say this on my my things, I'm not 100% unprocessed, even though my, I'm unprocessed, Jess. It's really more living, un, living life less processed in all areas of your life. But now I can't, just like you said, I can go back and I can, I can have, you know, a donut or I can have, you know, fast food or something mm-hmm. without, and then bounce back. You know, it's not affecting me because my gut health is... Um, strong and I also don't beat myself up over it and say oh my gosh you know I had this I which is probably worse by the way <laughs> right so when I do something I do it but I know I don't even want to say it's in moderation because it's less than yeah it's really the um, exception right but when I do it I enjoy it you know I was just on something else and was talking about them that he was asking me about being from Houston I said well tacos yeah you got to have tacos and um even though I'm a health coach, like I have tacos and yeah. when I have them, I enjoy them. So <clears throat> I think just like you said, having everything else more in tune, you can have those things and not feel bad and then keep going. Awesome. So. <laughs> Would you, or what kind of daily habits do you put into place that kind of really bring full energy and presence for your clients? And then when you're doing the different podcasts, in addition to like what your latest podcast episode, like gratitude journaling and writing your dreams. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a, a big one. Um, but also I, I really just take time for myself. I know it sounds so like, Oh yeah, blah, 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 self care. But now I'm to where, especially as a mom, um, and I've talked about this to a friend just recently, you know, we become moms and we think a lot of times, not everyone, but you know, Oh, well I can't be, I can't have fun now, or I can't be a sexual person now, you know, um, or, oh, I, I need to do this and I can't miss every, one thing for my children. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. So if I have to miss something for my child, I don't feel guilty. I am there at most of their things. Um, one thing I love to do is like um, little, I make time as little as it sounds, but like for my hair or my nails, I didn't do that before. It was all about my kids. So every day I do something for self-care. It may not be as big as, you know, going to get a massage, but maybe it's just, I love herbal tea. So maybe it's, I'm gonna sit on my chair, you know, look out, we live on the lake. I'm gonna look out on the lake, uninterrupted, sip my tea, you know, have my dark chocolate, whatever it is, but I do something every day for self-care. Yeah. The reason I do that is because then when my children do come home, I can be present. Absolutely. And I don't feel bitter, you know. Um, so definitely the morning pages to start my day off um, and doing a little bit of something for myself. So I don't feel like I've put into my business and now I'm in, you know, mom mode and doing all the house stuff. Um, stretching sounds kind of, you know, oh, yeah, that's 
whatever, but that is so good for me. And even breathing, um, you probably do this, but a lot of times we don't take time to really do mindful breathing and it can just be relaxing and it can also, um, help you get through the day. So I'd say morning pages, I try to work in breathing and it's not like, okay, time to breathe now. You know, it could be wherever I'm at, but I work it into my day. You could ask that uh, question. I think it's (laughs) Eckhart Tolle has in one of his books, just a question that to bring you to the present moment. Am I breathing? Yeah. I always thought it was funny. Am I breathing? (laughs) Am I breathing? Um, And, and doing a little something for myself. So I would encourage, you know, if, if they can, if you can do those things, mm-hmm. you have it's your day and your life. So don't feel like you're giving all of it away to someone else. In those uh, like the tea kind of moments, and you're sitting out. That sounds wonderful, by the way. <laughs> do you have kind of like a? Um, I like to ask other guests a question, like an intention, kind of for the day, or a question you ask yourself. So like some previous uh, guests would say, like you know, what's important now that really helps, or well, how can I apply what I choose to learn today or what I, have, what I have chosen to learn into my life today? Do you have anything to really like ask yourself to spark, to spark that? Yes. Um, I have a friend who um, online, she's um, the positive mom, Alina, and I call her my um, little Dominican soul sister. You know, she's been through a lot and we have a lot of parallels there, but <clears throat> we did something called the passion test. <laughs> and so it narrowed, she narrowed it down to four things. And so I will just kind of ask myself, okay, is, is my day in aligned with, you know, and I'll say what it is, being a better steward of my time and money, um, spending time with my family, um, working on my um, body and physical fitness, you know, so I'll start kind of saying those things to myself. And then it's like, when I'm saying that, it'll bring attention to something that a lot of times we know we shouldn't be doing something, you know, or we've done something too long. Those things will come to mind and it'll show me whether it's a project or something I was just spending my time on. It'll bring that to my attention that I don't need to do that anymore because it's not in align with my passion. Um, Or yes. And it'll, it'll give me affirmation that what I'm doing is right. So I may not always, you know, sit there and read those things, but those are going through my mind back to that has really helped me say, is what I'm doing, being a better steward of my time and money, um, growing closer to God, spending time with my family. And so that's really helped me a lot. Just keep me on track because people want our time and attention. And there's so many things we can do. We have to be very intentional that it's what we're called to do at that moment. Awesome. Any kind of evening routines or rituals or more journaling, perhaps? I don't always journal, like actually get a journal out and write yeah. things. Um, I have the intentions of doing that sometimes, but even if I don't make that, um, we have a bedtime routine, of course, around the house that's helped a lot. Um, I say I'd want to take more baths, but I don't take a bath all the time. That just time doesn't allow for that. But once again, I, it sounds trivial, but I stretch. I stretch at night or foam roll. And it's not just for fitness, but it really just, it just, calms you and grounds you and makes you take that time so I try to stretch at night or foam roll um and once again I just think like okay what what are three things I did today because we do a million little things but do we really does it register like what we what we accomplished that day so if I can say three things that I did today um then I feel like okay I didn't waste my day and I just can go to bed feeling like 
Okay. Oh, and also, but what I do write down though is that there's something that's on my mind. Yeah. Because for me, when I go to lay down, I have a million things on my mind. I just can't rest. So I will make myself write those things down yeah. just to kind of get them out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And that helps me I think a there lot. was a study that showed people would even sleep better as well. Yes. And that helps. So I would definitely recommend that. Cool. Do you have any advice for, um, I mean, since you target after women, maybe uh, females in college or right after college or just anybody, you know, post-college? I would say, um, and, I, and I do talk with a, a good amount of people that are coming out of college. Um, when I started my podcast, I thought, oh, it's going to be like women over 40, you know, like me. But I actually have um, younger women and men that listen to my podcast. And what I, w- what I tell them, and I would tell them, is that now is your life. I've met so many people in their 30s that are, they went to college, they did things they thought their parents wanted them to do or they thought would make good money. And then now they're in their 30s and they hate what they do. Maybe they're quote unquote successful. They have the degree, they're making the money, but they're miserable. So if I can catch someone before they fall into that or before they get married, I would say, this is your life. You know, you really have to think about what do you want? What does success look to you? Not what your family or society tells you. How do you want to spend your day? Because when it comes down to it, You could be making tons of money, but if you're spending your day in a way that's not what you really want to do, or it's robbing you of your health or your relationship, that's not really true success or health. So I would just say, think about what you want to do. I think there's so many people that have pressure from society and family and different things, and they're just going to end up stressing themselves out, maybe getting a divorce and starting over again, which is okay. But if you can prevent that, um, I think it's always best. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank so. you for sharing that. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to have crossed paths with, with you because yes. I'm a little bit on that journey myself. So it's, it's a pleasure to surround myself with people like yourself. So a couple more <laughs> questions. With all the experiences and the culmination of stuff that you've, you've gone through from rock bottom to you know, constantly growing and evolving, what would you say were are kind of key um, key insights, maybe key habits for somebody my age, you know, 23 to put into place? Um, I would say for sure um, start working. So a lot of times we don't want to say you can, you know what's healthy food, right? You know that you shouldn't drink excessive alcohol and things like that. But if you're going to choose to do those things, I would say just know that there's a consequence and have and I, I don't even want to say balance because I don't want to tell you, go do whatever you want on the weekend, you know, and make up for it during the week. Just know that the, the things that you're doing every day are going to build and they are going to affect you in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Um, showing that gratitude, surrounding yourself just like you've done, like find people that are older, that have been through experiences And don't be afraid to, there's so many people that want to help. Don't be afraid to reach out to someone who's gone through other things you haven't yet. Because why, why go through everything yourself if it can save you from, you know, save you from some bad situations. But I would say, yeah, those things you're doing daily, those are going to add up. And um, also it may not seem like you're seeing a return on it now, but you will as you get older. Um, 
and really go into, this is such a big one, go into relationships for the right reason. I think a lot of people, especially around your age, you'll start seeing like your friends will start getting married, you know, and you'll start feeling pressure like, oh, maybe we need to get married now, or I don't want to lose this person. I love him or her and they want to get married. Don't do it, you know, because if you can't, if you can't be honest and have those um, conversations now, a lot of times people think when we get married, it'll be better. Or a woman will think, oh, when I get married, he'll change. But the man's thinking, oh, we're going to get married and she's going to stay the same, right? But women end up changing, becoming moms, and the men never change. And the girl's like, well, I thought he was going to change when we got married, you know? And you're getting pressured into that. So I think even though that's not particularly health related it does it it goes into your relationship and then everything else so i would say don't rush things um and don't be pressured into things awesome (laughs) do things because you want to do it i think yeah what is the gift that you'd like to share with the world um the gift i'd like to share is my voice i think that's been my my gift because i'm coming from a place of trauma and hurt but also love and growth and I just want to continue to share that it's really it was really ironic that I lost my voice when you know here in Houston as you know our pollen was crazy right music not affected but this was I guess last month I lost my voice for almost six days and it really I it showed me how powerful my voice is Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that was a lesson to say hey you have this thing use it but I, I, that's what's been calling to my attention is just my, my voice. So. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking thank the time you. to sit with me and let me use this, you know, incredible studio. Perhaps awesome. I'll move to Houston and come there here you as go, well. Solomon. Come awesome. on. We'd love to have you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to these wonderful gifts, which I hope have brought you some great value. We have many more guests to come and gifts pour over this world. And don't forget, if you have enjoyed any of these episodes or would like to hear some more, please leave me a review on Apple or Anchor Podcast or that little star on Outcast. I'm always looking for topics to learn and talk about, gifts to share, and value to bring to us all. For more updates, check out SolomonEzra.com. You can also sign up for my newsletter about new podcasts and blogs.